0: In the early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it a new human race with orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves and others. Humanity became meta-humanity. As technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, global mega-corporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called Shadowrunners. The year is 2101. Welcome to Fun City.
1: Previously on Fun City, the team is tasked with spying on an anarchist collective occupying the Carnegie Hill Arcology. They learn some couple hundred people live there with the blessing of the facility's owners, who temporarily left during the NYPD drone virus. They also learn the Chaz is at the center of a heated disagreement between striking NYPD officers, who think the occupiers should be forcefully removed, and Lone Star, hired by the city to stand by as the situation progresses. While chatting with old pal Odina Lulach, who is on the board of the Chaz, a laser rifle blast from the Lone Star side kills a striking officer, and a riot breaks out, spilling from the streets into the Chaz, where the team is tasked by Odna to help provide security detail. As the Chaz security spiders are incapacitated, Lash steps in to operate the building. In the course of defending the Enclave the team encounters a number of men who are likely police, but who are stronger, better trained, and with more advanced weaponry. They wear blue tactical uniforms with gold armbands. The team bests three of them on the rooftop farm, though just barely. We join them now, immediately after that fight, and after Lash has revealed that someone hacked into building security and reopened the front gate, and that two men with a laser are trying to break into the armory.
2: Everybody good? Is it just me or are we really out of shape? Or did everyone else train harder over the past year?
0: <sighs> Viv, I keep inviting you to our training sessions and you always say no,
2: I was on hearth. I was
0: doing research. I, look, my door is open anytime. As
3: these these guys are professionals. Maybe like we haven't faced before. Um, Lux is really concerned. He tried his best to just be near these guys and they basically just ran him over like a bull. He's um, really seen Viv take people apart, TK take people apart, and they kind of... Waters off you know, water off a duck's back on these guys, so
1: right that, dude, that is, dude swallowed like four mana yeah, bolts just, yeah
3: Lux is definitely very wary um and feels like he just got up by the skin of their teeth.
1: you hear the scotch
4: of gravel behind you as the big guy gets up again on his feet no, I'm just kidding and, Lux is-
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then falls back down again <laughs> still restrained in his electrified uh <laughs> net drone net, net. yeah. <laughs>
2: Viv goes over to uh, kind of nudge him with a foot. He's quite sturdy. He
5: should be liquid on the inside. Down in the server room, Lash is looking up at the icons ahead of her, and she's seeing them moving around as if she's sharing her screen with someone. But she has such a splitting headache that she's kind of feeling like is this... Am I am I moving it? Because again, these, these icons kind of move intuitively and she's still not fully comfortable in the system.
1: And you see an icon of menu pops up in front of you and without your taking this action, it just happens. And it says, main gate open, question mark, okay. And then the okay lights up and the menu goes away. And then a couple seconds pass and you see some other things move around. And then you start to hear like really loud circus music start to play through the intercom throughout the Chaz. What kind
4: of circus music are we talking? We're talking talking Sabre Dance? We're talking (laughs) Enter the Gladiators?
5: (laughs) Are we talking Britney Spears Circus? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe now
1: I am. (laughs) Actually, it's just Toxic on repeat. (laughs) For legal reasons, the role of Toxic will be played by... Circus music. <laughs> I mean, Nick, Nick hummed it, so now it's the only thing I can think What's Sabre Dance? That's all. That okay, yeah. So, yeah, I think. I didn't know
3: that. Yeah. Good. It's in my bones. Um, Lux is looking down to check out the situation before they head back down to maybe help with something. And he sees the gate open and goes, um, Lash... Why are you opening the gate?
5: <laughs> I I I don't think I am opening the gate. Uh, uh, guys, I think someone else is in the system with me. But uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this out. Uh, but you also might want to go down to the armory.
2: Why? What's happening in <sighs> the armory? There's
5: two there's two guys that I don't think they're supposed to be there. They kind of give the energy that they're gonna kind of break into the armory I would go check it out
0: so it's an energy they're not doing it they're just there it,
5: no they don't look okay they don't look nice so I would I would I uh, would go check them out
0: Thanks,
3: they
2: have dusts herself off
5: shall we go
3: yeah guys we need to be careful um, and Lux is really talking about himself because he <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: because he's the one who's you know the weakest <laughs> uh, Yeah, TK com slash just, uh, t- just take care of whatever's going on with the gate uh, yeah, We'll we'll figure out the
1: armory.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to fix the door.
1: So you guys leave the roof, roof and you start to head back down uh, into the heart of the Chaz to go to the armory while Lash figures out what's going on with the system.
5: When Lash in her display sees that front gate button go open, she immediately looks to the map and sees what doors are behind that front gate and she wants to put a security lock on those doors that are the next entryway into the area.
1: You open that menu to try to lock down some of the buildings that are closest to the entryway in the campus of the Chaz, and you see in that window they are just being marked unlocked unlocked, unlocked, one by one. You can see it flipping around. Mm. And that uh, some of them get skipped. And you can see that the ones that get skipped are the ones that require a slightly higher security clearance, which in sort of uh, mechanical terms is like the, the number of marks that someone has. So it seems like someone is doing stuff that they're able to do without the highest access level. And, yeah, you can go in, and then you can just set them to locked, locked, locked. But they flip back again if, yeah, if you keep yeah. watching.
5: Okay, so Lash is going to kind of be splitting your attention and trying to play this game of lock, unlock, unlock, lock, unlock. And while that's happening, is there any kind of like, uh, you know, what we would have on our laptops is like a like a virus scan or uh, some kind of like scan of the systems. See who else is accessing the system. Yeah, just
1: uh, roll computer. Okay, roll logic plus computer. That's That's a lot of dice. That's your
4: computer plus logic? Holy moly.
1: Yeah, you got it. Shannon Lash finds the module that says who currently has access. And you can see that there is essentially some, like, like in the long, long list of people, there is a new user, and it just looks like a bunch of gobbledygook. Like, it's its not a username, it's just, it looks like a hash or something. Yeah. And it sort of, like, is there, and then it disappears. And then it's there, and then it disappears, and it's, like, a slightly different thing. It's, like, a, a slightly different uh, uh, username. So it's, like, coming and going and coming and going, and it's a different person every time. Yeah. Or, like, a different a different user every time. Yeah. Um. And you're kind of, like, searching around, and you kind of, like, clear some of the modules just to maybe, like, try to think for a second, and you're looking now at what is essentially the desktop of this system. Uh, like, the the kind of home base where you can open and close things. Um, What's the
5: background screen? What's the desktop screen?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant artichoke.
5: Oh, nice. nice. <laughs>
1: uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a, a big sort of, uh, like, woodblock print of an artichoke. Ah, nice. And you notice that there is something here. There's a file here uh, whose creation date is new.
5: Uh Uh-oh.
1: And it is labeled uh, saberdance.mp3.
5: Oh, well, so Lash notices this file and she goes, I definitely didn't download this. She (laughs) whispers to herself, I didn't definitely download this. And she immediately moves to try to remove it and she wants to remove that file and she wants to disable all new users or like she wants to work on some kind of thing to make sure that the program does not accept any new new users but first she wants to just delete this file.
1: Okay, so yeah, I think that's just like, you open up a menu and you try to delete it, but things do not go as you would expect.
5: Aye, aye, aye. The
1: file
4: vanishes and the pixels just sort of reassemble themselves in a tornado. A tall, slender, sort of masculine figure in a well-cut suit with a slight military air. Its head is sort of a pulsing, rotating galaxy of a blooming rose. Uh Aha, I see you have found my MP3 disguise. (laughs) Aha, good luck to you. You will still never defeat me. Uh Aha, Casanova, Uh (laughs) aha.
5: Holy shit. As Lash sees Casanova, she calms down to the team. Hey, guys, uh, I have company here, and so I'm not going to be much help, and quickly looks to the map to see what's happening near the armory. Also, in the armory... There's some people down there. They've got a machine. It looks like they're breaking into the armory with this giant kind of welder thing. They are um, they are fully armed, so be careful. You're not going to want to just bust in there. Viv,
2: before she gets up from the ground, dusts herself off and walks over to that sprinkler head. Sure. Um, there's probably still some water dripping out of it. And uh, she, like, rubs her hands together. I think we need a little help. And uh, she wants to summon a spirit. Watch summon a water spirit. This Fuck. is also the first time that she's using her summoning focus. And in her hair, she has a few more jewels braided into the sides. And so she runs her hands down the braids as she summons a lobster.
1: A spiritual lobster.
4: A spiritual
2: lobster. It's my 18 dice against your force of four.
1: How many hits did you get? Nine. Oh my god. Spirit lobster got three.
2: So she puts her hands on the sprinkler head, and as she raises them up to the sky, a just spurt of water just draws. She's like pulling the water from the sprinkler head, and it sort of inflates slowly into the shape of a six-foot-tall lobster that is standing on its hind legs. Aberforth, welcome back.
3: Lux doesn't know what to say, he does a slight bow, and he doesn't take his eyes off of the giant lobster.
0: T.K. salutes the lobster and then calms to Lash and says, That's okay, I think we got backup. <laughs> <laughs> T.K. Uh, wants to calm the people inside the armory.
1: Okay, yeah, you can calm. Uh, so the man's name is Brock, uh, and the woman's name is Halleck. So who would you like to talk to? Both. Okay, Uh, yeah, you you calm them. Uh, You hear Brock answers first. He goes, yeah, what do you want?
0: Well, Brock, uh, I think you've noticed that we have uh, some company. So here's the situation. We just got a sit rep from our our orc in the sky, our technomancer in the machine. Um, The ghost in the building shell. The building shell of the building. (laughs) (laughs) The the human inside of the robot. (laughs) In any case, it sounds like there's there's uh, two guys between us. We're coming your way. How much firepower do you have in there?
1: Uh, you hear uh, as if in answer of uh, the cocking of a rifle in the distance, and uh, Brock goes, yeah, I think we're doing okay.
0: <laughs> I need more than one rifle, my friend.
1: I, uh, I, yeah, there, it, I mean, it's slow, but... It's okay. also its also fast. So if you can get here, yeah, we're getting We're, we're yeah.
0: on our way. But here's the plan. All right, we're gonna create a distraction. We got—we have one extra team member with us temporarily. We're gonna create a distraction at the end of this hall, and then when we do, you swing out on them. You open the door and you open fire.
1: Yeah, I mean, the door opens pretty slowly, but we. Yeah, I mean, we'll, okay. No, you, we'll, are you sh- you sh- you're sure? No, but it'll work. <laughs> I like your confidence.
3: Lux is hearing TK say this, and then he waits for him to finish, and he says, um, what distraction?
0: TK points to the lobster. (laughs) Oh,
2: okay.
0: You think they're going to run after this lobster? I think they're going to look at it. Okay. (laughs) If it were me, and it were you, if we were together, if it was us in the hallway, and we saw a lobster made out of, is that water? I don't even, I don't even want to know. Yes, it's water. Okay, Looks. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's alarming because he's sloshing about, kind of his eyes going in different directions. Did you know that lobsters have blue blood?
1: I didn't know that.
2: Uh, So he's leering at everyone because I think politically he aligns with everybody else outside. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lol. Wow. I think a number of people are running away from Alberforth. The Chaz is home to a number of awakened people, so there are some folks who sort of look knowingly like, ah... Sure, maybe a little bit much, but I get it. So here's the plan. We send
0: him in first, make a lot of noise. Me and Lux, we start shooting our guns. Yes. While the other people swing out from behind, and Viv, you shoot whatever spells you got. I don't know, whatever you feel yes. like.
3: Yes. What powers does this lobster have, Viv? And uh, Lux is kind of whispering this to her because he doesn't want to anger the lap- lobster in any way.
2: <laughs> it can use exotic ranged weapons if it finds one.
3: Yes, but can it. Can it cause a mayhem somehow? It can cause
2: confusion. He'll just. can? Yes, he can.
0: I mean, I'm already confused. I don't know what the fuck that's going to be. great. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
3: If this thing can make them more confused than I am now, then we got a plan. Let's go.
0: TK fist bumps Lux.
1: Yes. And we're both... The lobster goes in for a fist bump, too.
3: Lux is buoyed in a way that he never thought he could because he's just fought three guys that are like the hardest people they've fought so far. And now he's got a magic lobster with Confuse and he's back in a field of daisies
0: with uh, TK. And uh, we're running. All right. So do we, we get to the door?
1: Yeah. You guys go down a flight of stairs and you are standing in front of the blast door uh, that leads you into uh, the hallway at the center of which is the entry to the armory. You can see it through these small windows. I'm assuming you're sneaking. You're not like immediately announcing your presence. You uh, can see, yeah, there are these two guys. They have machine guns drawn, trained on the door at either side of this long hallway. And you can smell metal burning and you can see a very small pin of bright light as this machine that they've set up moves along a track, is just slowly cutting a rectangular hole in this blast door.
5: Kalash realizes that this is going to be an upward battle, so she wants to compile a sprite. I think you should. Okay, so she she realizes that she's going to have to take on Casanova, and she's also going to have to make sure that these doors stay shut. So she compiles a fault sprite.
1: And why a fault sprite?
5: She wants kind of like a, a fighter sprite. Sure. And fault sprites are kind of like the we're going to fuck shit up.
1: The FSU sprite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <okay. laughs> exactly. I have rolled for the sprite hits The sprite got one hit so uh, if you that, that gets you uh, one task uh, but if you want to use edge, you can reroll everything that wasn't a hit.
5: I'm going to use edge that's six hits
1: So you get five tasks.
5: So Lash, right now, she, again, she's splitting her attention on, you know, kind of like on one side of her brain, she is uh, closing the door as Casanova opens it. And on the other side of her, like, kind of her mind, she's also kind of paying attention to Casanova and kind of how he's kind of, he's He's just announced. jabbering at him. Yeah. (laughs) So kind of in the back of her mind, she's compiling a Sprite. She hasn't done, she hasn't compiled a Sprite in a while. And so... You know, she's compiling it, she's kind of like, you know, going through the motions and then she hears like the last bit, what's the last bit that Casanova said? Uh-huh. The ha. ha, like unsettles her a little and she kind of like <laughs> slips up in the compiling but then she kind of like is like, oh no, I gotta do this, summons that extra energy and really, really pulls out. A machine sprite. What does this sprite look like? Okay, so this sprite, like all my sprites, is a soccer ball with a <laughs> cowboy hat on. Of course. <laughs> with a different item, you know, we've we've seen a crack sprite that had a, a wrench, but this sprite has a pile of wires that are sparking.
1: Whoa. Wow.
5: Is
0: it also wearing cowboy boots?
5: Yes, of course. You can't be wearing a cowboy hat without cowboy boots. No, they don't
3: even sell you a cowboy hat without cowboy boots. <laughs>
1: What is the first task that you are going to have your Sprite do?
5: So my s- Sprite, Jim, <laughs> he Jim. kind of comes together. You see all these little bits of the matrix come together. Boom. You see, a, you see a soccer ball with a little cowboy hat. These wires in his hands that are sparking, 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 sparking. And I kind of just send a little DM to Jim. And I say, Jim, electric storm this Casanova.
1: A bunch of shocks of lightning shoot out of these bundles of wires that are being held by this soccer ball wearing a cowboy hat and kind of engulfs uh, the Casanova figure uh, in this ball of electricity. Jim, roll Cyber Combat plus Resonance. I only got one hit. Jim! Casanova, Intuition plus Firewall. (laughs)
5: ha <laughs> try again
4: ha <laughs> four hits
1: the <laughs> electricity that is engulfing the Casanova just mm. dissipates uh, it's mm. like it hits a hits a wall and flies off into all corners of the host that you're in
4: my firewall is strong only the best for me Casanova aha
1: <laughs> uh, does Casanova want to do something before we go back to the basement Casanova sees the connection
4: she has with the machine with the mainframe with the computer with the system with the grid I'm gonna try it snap those chop chop four hits to remove her marks. Okay, you're okay still
1: three, alive. three. Okay, reroll re- that. Re- that hit my that.
4: thigh. That's gone. Oh, so close! Damn
0: it!
1: Casanova is successful and removes one of Lash's marks. You are no longer an administrator <gasps> uh, of the building. Yikes!
5: Yikes! Yikes!
4: Vines, like twisting psychedelic vines of iridescent color, rocket forward and like grab onto the place where you're sort of visually connected to the to the uh, 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 the system and just sort of unplugs you. The first of many, haha!
0: Hello. What's up? It's me. Your boy. That's right. It's Bijan Steven. Hello. Hello, this is an ad. I just want to disclose that up front. This is an ad and it's an ad for our Patreon. Patreon.com slash funcityventures. It's a great Patreon. We have so much content there. Like, honestly, we're making content for it all the time. And by content, I mean delicious extra podcasts for your hungry years. I'm talking, you know, fucking uh, the, uh, uh, what's it called? Hold on. Let me Google this. I'm really bad at selling stuff. Sorry, guys. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't subscribe. Uh Ah, yes. We have fun chatty, baby. That's an extra Patreon perk. It's the the good talk podcast where we answer your questions and occasionally Ipanema ourselves. Uh, We also have like extra games and stuff. We do so many other recordings that you don't even hear. You don't get to hear them because you're not there in the room. I mean, you do get to hear them eventually, but you know, like who wants, I guess that's, that's how you would hear them. You're not part of, you're not in the cast, I guess. Okay. You know what? I'm going to, drop that line of inquiry. All I'm saying is you should become a patron because we got all this extra stuff that I can't, I don't even, I mean, look, we make stuff all the time and it's all there. And you you spend what? $5 a month. Like that's like a coffee in New York city, like an expensive coffee, but you know, like a coffee in New York. I don't know if you'd spend $5 on a black coffee, but like a latte for sure. You know, that's like a latte a month, bro. That's a latte a month. I can afford a latte a month. I think. I hope. Anyway, um, this is all to say, please subscribe to our Patreon because it's good for the environment. I don't know if that's legally true or not, strictly speaking, but it's definitely good for us. And it'll help us keep making the show because we use your money to make more of the show. That's what we do here. The transaction is very, very simple, as I understand it, which, to be honest, could be incomplete as an understanding. Who knows? Anyway, subscribe to Fun City Ventures on Patreon. Fun City Ventures or patreon.com slash forward slash. This is important forward slash Fun City Ventures. Oh, yeah. Bye.
1: You see some of the modules disappear. Specifically, you, you no longer see the module for a bunch of the security doors. Uh, you can no longer control them. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, you also, you can still view some of the camera feeds, but you can't move the cameras around, and you can't turn the cameras on or off uh, from whatever state they're currently in. Back downstairs, what's everybody up to?
2: Viv is rubbing her head because uh, she took some drain mm. from this, and now she has a wound modifier.
0: So I guess we're at the door.
1: As far as I know, uh, these men do not see you.
3: Lux gets a little wind first. Then Lux pulls um, up his mag gun that he was kind of dragging behind him because it is too heavy for him. And uh, he he points it at these guys. And he says, okay, I'm going to try to grab their guns. Send the lobster to them to confuse them on the count of three. Unless, TK,
0: do you want a longer count? Yeah, give me five. Okay, we'll give you five. What
1: do you what do you want to do? T.K. sweating a little
0: bit. No, no, TK Cox's rifle. He, he's steadying himself. And he looks at Viv and says, send in the lobster. Okay. No, uh, wait, wait, count us down. Count us yes. down. Yes.
3: Okay. Five. Four, three, two, And instead of saying one, Lux yells, You shouldn't be here. This place is haunted."
1: The door flies open, and these men see a large, uh, like, large troll sized lobster. It's dripping wet and chittering.
2: (laughs) Its antenna kind of awkwardly uh, tilting left and right, coming (laughs) toward them. And it reaches its claws out to these people and uh, uses confusion.
1: Alberfor rolls eight dice to cast confusion and. Do you want to describe what these gentlemen look like? I mean, they look like carbon copies
4: of the guys you fought on the roof. They are, they they have, and this is something you do from the SITREP report you got from uh, Lash. They are wearing that same golden armband, unofficial civilian uniform that these guys are wearing, and they look thick and serious. These are not people who've just received the regular NYPD Incorporated training. These are more of these, like, if the police had a black ops, it's these guys the thick neck, the red (laughs) high blood pressure, and the like deft confident moves of their limbs that tells you this is not the first time they have used small arms and large arms in close quarters combat against civilians. They look scary and wide.
1: They are going to roll logic plus willpower to resist this confusion spell. One of them rolls two, the other rolls one.
2: Albaforth rolled a four.
1: So
4: it looks like I lose both.
2: Albaforth is proceeding forward with claws raised and is trying to approach these two gentlemen. As it gets its claws closer to their heads, it attempts to uh, clamp each of them, but instead of making physical contact, it eerily kind of sinks into their brains like mercury. (laughs) And they start to feel itchy. And they start to think they're not where they are. That maybe they're in the grocery store? It's the
5: lobster aisle.
4: (laughs) Suddenly, they're both kind of and kind of not in the, like, fresh seafood aisle at Real Real Foods. Uh, (laughs) The
1: biggest fancy and expensive bougie (laughs) uh, grocery store in New York. Uh, I just want to be clear. Everything is still made of soy. It's just less obvious. Sure.
4: Absolutely. Except, you know, for, like... $80 $80 a pound, there's one real lobster. Mm-hmm. And in this one, it's all real lobsters sitting on the ice, and there's a big, strong sort of mother figure behind the countertop. Oh, you boys want some hard fish? Uh, and that that scene is just sort of overlaid on the world, which they can still mostly see, but they don't know. They're hearing sounds, and they're feeling the ice. It's hot. It's cold. It's loud. It's quiet. They're confused. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You see uh, the rest of you in the hallway, uh, Lux and TK and Viv, you see the Spirit Lobster lurch forward and kind of out of confusion, they like don't really do anything, and it makes contact with them, and then they're obviously like out of sorts. You have a moment to take an action if you want to, and now is that moment. Yeah,
0: I think TK swings out and aims his rifle at the machine, and... The trigger. Roll pistol. These dice fucking suck. <laughs> That's a glitch. <gasps> Half ones? Yeah. Uh, Did you get any successes? Uh, That's a critical
1: no. glitch.
2: Critical glitch! <laughs> is this our first one?
1: Wow, this is cool. One of us is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Brock, the orc armorer who is in the armory, was waiting for a signal. He didn't know what the signal was going to be, but he did hear from the other side of the blast door someone shout very loudly about things being haunted. He thought, well, if that's not a signal, I don't know what is. And so he starts to open the blast door as fast as he can. And it, it takes a little while. It's very heavy. It's very slow. He's trying to avoid the thing that's cutting through the door. It's very, very hot. It's very dangerous. He could get hurt if he miscalculates. And it takes him a second. And the seconds that he takes are the same seconds that these men are confused that this lobster is slowly moving towards them, touching them and infecting their brains with these images of the grocery store and he comes out ready to shoot and just takes a bullet right (gasps) in the chest. (gasps) And you hear him go and he falls to the ground. TK, that was also the last bullet in your gun. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) Yeah, I think
0: uh, TK... throws the gun down and just starts sprinting towards the men.
3: (laughs) Almost simultaneously with TK uh, firing his weapon, Lux um, wants to take advantage of this moment of confusion. Um, Hopefully it lasts longer, but he he knows he's got this moment now. So he puts his mag gun on suck and points it towards the two (laughs) big boys who need to be sucked real bad.
5: And (laughs) he rolls six
1: dice And gets two hits. Do you want to? Do you want to edge or do you want to? Do you want to go with that? Please edge.
3: Please edge. I hate to I hate to edge these big boys like this because they could get real cranky. um, (laughs) But this seems important now that we've shot one of our friends. Uh, Yeah, I'll edge it. Gets uh, two more hits, so a total of four hits.
1: So these guys, these gentlemen, uh, start to feel their guns kind of being pulled out of their hands. They could roll strength to hold onto them. They take a dice pool penalty for their confusion. And I'm also going to roll some dice for the machine to see if it, it reacts to strong magnetic fields. I don't know. Oh
3: God, I'm gonna kill Brock outright with this <laughs> machine just by moving it. Yeah, the gun's gonna go back through his chest. You're gonna <laughs> suck <laughs> the bullet out.
1: <laughs> I will say, I will be clear, you do, Brock is making noise, okay. so he's not dead at least. Yay. But you, when you can't s- you can't see him, yeah. but he's definitely groaning on the ground. But here. when you suck the bullet back out of his chest. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> In this illusion, can we pretend that the guns are shopping
4: baskets? <laughs> <gasps> oh, Both rifles fly out of their hands <laughs> down the hallway. <laughs> TK, dodge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, reaction position. Yep.
1: <laughs> What's happening in their in their vision?
4: Uh, the big lady behind the lobster counter reached over and said, no, 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 boys. Can't play with your toys in here. <laughs>
1: and she's just taking lobsters out of their hands? Uh-huh. <laughs> hits three tie goes to the shadow runner tk a rifle just rockets by your face if you want to try to catch it you can roll agility
0: oh i'm gonna do that <laughs> uh because if i can grapple hand it out of midair <laughs> we're gonna say about it we're gonna say it. the cool. threshold
1: is three yep Oh, one <laughs> oh. hit. One is still good. It smacks and uh, connects to the front of Lux's magnet gun. I also, I rolled for the machine. The magnet gun doesn't break it, but it does move it. <gasps> okay. It starts <gasps> oh, to boy. spin it uh, like oh, you're God. sort of pulling the back of it, and it's no longer facing directly against the door. It's now turning away from you. No, In the direction that Brock is. Is. And it's odd. Oh. Uh, and it's kind of like, I think, would feel confident having seen it in operation that it's not going to cut him, but he hopefully doesn't stand up right, right into in it. it. And the laser on this thing is moving, right? Yes, it is moving. Is it moving down, uh, Mike? It is currently moving down. No. Oh, No!
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: So it is going in a perfect diagonal. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm basically on. pulling on the back of the turret gun, and the <laughs> and the front is going down and over towards Brock, like in a uh, the action movie that we are all part say, of. i going to say
4: finger.
3: What I'm saying is yeah. you've effectively
1: made a James Bond yes. setup here. Oh yeah. god, the piranha
3: fish, uh, <laughs> but I'm the fish. Um, so Lux hasn't pulled anything this heavy before. A fully uh, a fully loaded like battle rifle, which I'm I'm, I'm pulling here, is is a, f- a few pounds, probably like. Seven or eight or something fully loaded? More than that, maybe. Um, Like 10 pounds and and 20 pounds flying at you across a room. For somebody like TK or or Lash, that would be fine. But for Lux, it's not fine. (laughs) Um, These things both smack into his gun and he flies back um, with the gun and uh, turns the gun off, hopefully stopping the movement of the uh, turret
4: as well.
1: The laser machine that's trying to cut through the door stops spinning, uh, but it is still on its track moving downwards. Okay. And uh, when you turn the gun off, these two uh, rifles clatter to your feet. Uh, it is two... Ingram Valiants. These are serious assault rifles. These are like highly modified and modifiable, technologically advanced guns. Uh, mm. you, yeah, you would recognize these as something that, yeah, like very serious combatants would have. Okay. Back to Lash mm. in the server room. There are a lot of people coming into the chassis still. The front gates are open, open. And it's not a steady stream of hundreds of people, but I think, Lash, you can still look through the security cameras. You can tell that now the tide has really shifted. There are more striking NYPD officers here than there are Lone Star and Chaz combined. And it seems like people are still showing up and I think that you would have the sense and if the rest of you were looking at the security cameras think you would also feel this that it's likely that the media drones are broadcasting the scene that's happening it's been a boring year Everybody's been inside, nothing has happened. The official lockdown ended this morning and now this is happening, this is news. And so any striking officer that wasn't on the group text or whatever it was, they now see it on the news and they're showing up.
5: Flash is mad. (laughs) There are a few things that actually piss Lash off. And when someone knocks her off a server, that really pisses <laughs> her off because she feels like she should be able to go wherever she wants in the Matrix. Because <laughs> she's used to going wherever she wants. Is like, it
2: she, like a baby fence? Yeah.
4: <laughs> a fence made out of babies.
5: Yeah. She's pissed at it. And um, so she sees Jim. She kind of like. Blows him a virtual kiss as she casts Resonance Veil over him. She wants to make Jim appear on the Matrix as her persona. So Casanova can be distracted by Jim and she can. Take care of the flooding in of NYPD.
1: Basically, yeah, like give yourself some space so that Casanova's bothering your sprite instead of you. Yes, like you are gonna sort of hide a little bit.
5: Exactly. Um, This is
1: a this is a technical question, but uh, is Resonance Veil cast on Jim or Casanova?
5: I think Resonance Veil would be cast on Casanova.
1: Yeah, it's just target. Yeah, so you're good. Yeah, fuck yeah, Yeah. fuck me up.
5: Okay, what do I roll? Intuition. Plus data. I got four hits.
1: Two hits. <gasps> yes.
4: Finally, you reveal yourself. No longer a soccer ball, but a loser about to get their butt kicked. <laughs>
1: Shannon, Lash is then going to try to sort of like hide. Yeah. So do you want to hide in any specific way or do you just want to like, do you want to then cast another resonance veil or are you just going to kind of like run silent, hope that he doesn't catch on?
5: Well, when I say that I made jim look like me i made jim look like the most menacing version of lash like lash when she wakes up on christmas morning
1: (laughs) (laughs) has to see her parents
5: she is menacing she has too much energy so she made jim look like a lash that is just absolutely a troublemaker
1: casanova can't resist
4: Wow. Even though we're enemies, I feel like there's something we share.
5: So What actually happened is you could mm-hmm. see, like, pieces of Lash's persona kind of, like, being rocketed towards Jim. Mm-hmm. Casanova wasn't paying attention when this right. was happening. Sure. So you see, like, Lash's, like, because uh, Lash's persona in the Matrix is just her in her urban brawl. <laughs> sure costume.
1: I think the thing that you would do now, you would now just tell Jim to do stuff, and that the tasks that you have with him Mm -hmm. is him, like, just doing the things that you want him to do that might be mundane.
5: And also, this persona is Lash. When I say she's, like, energy Lash, she's also, like, kicking um, Matrix soccer balls, like,
1: Sure. Okay, so Casanova is... Is he like casting things at what's is, or is he just talking, talking his head off? No, uh, he is casting things. Casting, he's a decker, not a technomancer, so. You're right, you're right, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Uh, he's decking yeah. things. <laughs> he's cracking files,
4: Mike. <gasps> He's trying to get in some stuff to where he shouldn't be, and he's using his shit-talking as a distraction. And I think what we have here is a case of two distractions wow. distracting each other successfully. Wow. Okay. Uh, he is shit-talking out of his mouth. And his hands are busy, and he's cracking some files. Okay, so wow.
1: Shannon, you know that, but Lash does not. Right. So what is Lash doing now that she thinks that Casanova is completely distracted by by Lash Jim?
5: Right, so... While that's happening, I'm going to try to reassert my administrator status.
1: The last time you did that was also with a static veil. You could also, if you want, TK can help with this kind of thing. Oh, He's busy.
5: busy. Yeah, TK is really busy, but she is going to come down to TK and say, "Uh, I lost my status. Can you help me get a- another mark on this?" System.
0: It is at this moment the TK is dodging
1: the gun that's flying at him, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you hear Lux
5: shouting. You shouldn't be here. This place is haunted. She like disconnects. She's like, I do not want to deal with that. <laughs> but she trusts them, and she then she performs. What is this it is called? This is just
1: getting a mark on something, right? Yeah. You what is What is it called? Mark, so is it called? Hack on, on the
5: fly. She's gonna hack on the fly. Hey, if you, you have,
1: a, yeah, if you have a hacking skill, you can just, yeah, hack I on the def- fly have a
5: hacking
1: skill. A uh, hack on the fly is hacking plus logic. And uh, we have a house rule. Because you are already a level two user, you get a plus two dice modifier. There you go. Uh, and I will roll for the system.
5: Oh. got yeah, one hit.
1: <sighs> Ty goes to the shadow runner. No! Oh! Okay,
0: wow
5: Welcome,
1: admin. You successfully gain another mark. You are now an administrator again. Yes. All of the windows that once disappeared, they return, including all of the modules for controlling all of the security doors, including the front door, the front gate that you tried to close an hour or so ago. uh, and And that Casanova reopened. You now have control of it again.
5: All right. I'm going to close. Can I just close the door?
1: You can close the door.
5: I mean, is anyone left? Is, are there still people coming in?
1: Uh, there are still people coming in, but there isn't a crowd that is blocking it. And so uh, you can just close it. And like probably if you, probably if you time it right, like there's not going to be someone coming in that it will. Press shift on all doors and yeah. then press close. Yeah.
5: yeah. I, I guess I'll, cl- shift, click I'll everything I just lock everyone in, but I guess <laughs> yeah. I close the door. Yeah.
1: You press the close door button. and It says override safety mechanism and you say yes. And then it just closes. <laughs> (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) One guy's scarf gets caught in it, but everyone's fine. So
3: Lux now has two beautiful battle for battle rifles at his feet. He picks one up and uh, hands one to uh, Viv. I guess Viv is the one next to him because TK is currently running still. Is that right? Yeah, TK's booking it down the hallway. He just dodged K-
0: those t- guns, man. He can't. All
3: right. No, he can't take it. Alright, so me and Viv have
1: their guns now. Uh, what's happening in the minds of our grocery boys?
4: The illusion spell, the, the confusion, it's only a negative one to dice pool. It's not like they're in a different world all of a sudden. It's yeah. like they took a little bit of mushrooms. or something. You know, They can still <laughs> live and be normal, they're just having these weird ideas but now their guns have flown out of their hands (laughs) they're very expensive, very doted upon uh, You know, ceramic and aluminum rifles gotta be some iron or nickel in there, right? because the magnet got them, flown down the fucking hallway, and so I think they're genuinely stunned and I think that one of them you know, regardless of their training, the lobster is too weird and scary, I think that they're both gonna turn and try and stop TK who is obviously a combatant that is running at them at top speed? They both reach up to their chests and, in one motion, rip a velcroed rod that had been stuck to their vest and flick it out. Aww. And you hear that telltale crack of combat batons.
1: Roll melee and TK if you were going to try to dodge. Roll reaction plus intuition. Two hits,
4: four hits on the first attack. Uh,
1: so TK roll body plus armor. Nine hits. No damage You reduce Exactly as much As they were going To hit you for Yeah
4: Like water Fantastic. off the duck's
0: back So he just And he's He's just gonna keep running He's gonna slip by them He's not well, There's a second attack Okay
4: Two hits Four hits
1: Yay Oh man. man Walking
4: between the raindrops
1: Yeah you t- You take a baton Across <laughs> the chest And it doesn't It's that um, Mil-spec outfit That you're wearing You know It's just a, a it Dull right off. Yeah a Dull flack And you don't feel it And the next one You just duck Right under it Where are you headed? to Brock, dude. Okay. You're gonna try <laughs> to like just pull him out from...
0: I, I think he's gonna try and pull him out, grab the rifle, and maybe disable the laser at
1: some point, but that's like... He's... You you dodge and weave and you get behind this machine and you see Brock. Uh, he's there and his shirt that he was wearing, similar to the getup that you have on, uh, is kind of charred a little bit and you can see that it hit uh, the plate armor that he was wearing underneath it. He's probably got a serious bruise on his yeah, yeah. chest, but you, you see no blood. Um. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the laser that is on this track that's cutting down oh. is now cutting through, like, the side of the wallpapered wall uh, next to... Wallpaper? Yeah, because yeah, it looks like it was... A, a. We established it sort of looks like a very anodyne, almost, sure. um, like, convention center. Yeah, sure. It's, like, burning through the wallpaper, and it's about to get to Brock, and, yeah, yeah if you...
0: TK jumps over the laser, does
1: a combat roll, and grabs Brock. Slides him out from underneath And tries it. to grab the gun, like, afterward. Yeah he's, yeah, he's holding it, so it comes with him. And you also see the opening of the armory. Like, he did open it a little bit. There's just enough space for people to get through. Yeah, so pulls him behind the door, and then takes the rifle and, you know, goes back to the door. <laughs> his, his partner, the female elf, is in there, ducked behind one of the metal tables that she's turned over, and uh, she gives a little start when you come in, realizes who you are, sees that it's Brock, and sort of relaxes a little bit, but doesn't take her eyes off of the opening, the sliver of that door.
4: Meanwhile, back in the hallway, the two golden band officers... <laughs> Operators. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
1: Oh, no.
4: The the, the momentum, uh, they were sure they were going to connect, and then he jukes left, he jukes right, and he threads the needle, and they just sort of stumble. They almost fall fucking down, but they don't. They look up, and they see down the aisle of the grocery store, oh, no, someone's shutting this aisle, and a forklift is coming down this aisle. No, wait, not a forklift. The two prongs of the forklift (laughs) 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 shimmer, and we see... Viv and Lux with two rifles. Yes!
2: I think we want to disable this thing, right? This big yeah, laser gun.
0: Yeah, we should Yes, but the men are slightly more pressing
4: because <laughs> they have yeah. their batons out, right? The two officers ran towards you, so they're but they're in the hallway between you and everything else.
2: All right, <laughs> Viv doesn't have any gun skills.
4: You can default it.
2: Yeah, I can just default it. Agility. Oh, agility! What's the worst that could happen? Viv. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well. Mm. Well. Oh boy, she has yes, an agility of three. But let's go. Here's a suggestion.
0: <laughs> I think TK is going to yell. I have the guns, or I have the cutter.
1: Don't worry about it.
2: Okay. Viv will cast Power Bolt at the guy on the left. And his name is.
1: I don't know if we have names. We for don't them have yet. names.
4: Your left would be Sigma.
2: Sigma. <laughs> Sigma.
4: Wow. No.
2: Wow. I love it. Okay. Viv is going to cast Power Bolt on the left operator named Sigma. She is working with a wound modifier as well. Seven hits, actually. Three hits. At a force of three.
1: So, no damage.
2: No damage. What is happening to me today? I'm very out of practice.
1: Sigma, you do, however, get a little hot under the collar. Uh Lux uses con to
3: con them into thinking that he is very capable of blowing their heads off in this moment, taking on a persona of someone who's completely uh, in control of the moment. After all, he did just suck these guns from them. Now is pointing them at them with a giant lobster. He's got 10 hits. Yeah, what does that sound like? Uh, Lux uh, cocks a rifle, says, stand down on your knees, hands behind your head. And he points the rifle at their um, faces. He gets
2: 10 hits. Viv mimics this action. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh the the opposed is either con or I believe negotiate if On. you if you have it. Oh, Otherwise sorry, it's just charisma. No willpower, no intelligence, just charisma.
4: Anybody I wanna guess how much charisma these guys have? Two ninety. Zero. Sigma, no hits. Taurus, no hits.
2: Taurus? Wait, this is the this is the Float City crossover? Taurus like a T A U. T A <laughs> U. Ah, see. Oh, okay. Not T-O-R-U.
4: The two operators look at each other, and you can see something in their spirit just sort of snap. Free samples, free samples here at Real Little Foods. You got to get down on your knees and put your hands behind your head. Free samples. Imitation crab, and now they're down. Their knees hit the floor, and their hands reluctantly
1: go behind their heads. I mean, do they make little num num, num, num noises? <laughs> no, they're not like in Wonderland. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's I'm a sorry. minus Wonderland.
4: I'm not defending them. I'm just saying. It's just funny. Question for you. Yeah, I'm okay. not on their side. <laughs> Don't you
0: think it's kind of fucked up that a big lobster is feeding that Im- imitation crab? That yeah, makes
3: sense. Lobster loves the crab.
4: Lobster and the crab. Nature's cats riding monkeys I don't
3: know it's nature's
4: cats riding monkeys and everybody understands that if you've ever seen that video of the monkey that rides a goat like a horse that's crabs and lobsters lobsters. you go down there you'll see crabs riding lobsters they use lobsters like buses
1: yes (laughs) Uh, so you all see uh, these two operators Sigma and Taurus get down on their knees put their hands behind their heads and just kind of stare off into space what do you do next
2: Biv rushes forward
1: to look at what they're carrying. I mean, they are f- fully outfitted. They have a bunch of stuff. You have their guns. They put down their batons. Yeah, they have uh, zip ties around their po- uh, like around um, some of their belt things, some of their belt loops. But as
4: you approach, you hear them giving voice commands to their comms devices. Can we just take their comms and zip-tie them? Yeah. I mean, what... Yeah. I'm down yes.
2: with it. They
3: willingly give up all their electronics. Yes. We zip-tie them, uh, take their comms, and... Um
1: yeah, and uh,
0: push them into a corner. <laughs> TK looks for an off switch on the machine.
1: Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's like a little complicated, but there is a panel that just has a big rocker switch. You can turn off the laser theatrically. Yeah. yeah um,
3: then we check on Brock and see <laughs> if he's okay. He's really hurt,
1: yeah. but yeah, he is gonna. He'll he'll be fine. Okay. Uh, Lux has lo- a health
3: kit. If, you,
0: if I TK has, just throw that on him,
1: TK yeah. has a heal a ampule. Okay, you could do that. So uh, that gives, I mean, gives him the ampule. Okay, yeah. he'll take it. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, he's uh he he coughs, and you can tell he's like kind of short of breath. He He's like, yeah, watch where you're shooting. Yes. So you know who shot you.
0: Fascinating.
3: Um, TK we, Walsall. Uh, yeah, so, well, yeah we, uh, I think we could just put these guys in the armory uh, b- with uh, with Brock, um, have him seal it up with the machine inside so nobody else can use the machine, and then we try to book it to Lash.
1: Brock looks at the two guys that you've zip-tied, and he looks at uh, his partner, Halleck, and he says, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of these guys. Thanks,
3: Brock. Let's go see if Lash is okay.
1: Back in the server room... One of the things that you notice when you have access to all of the cameras again is uh, there are a couple places where larger groups of people uh, than you've seen before are gathering. Okay. And the largest group that you can see is in... Carnegie Hall proper. It's actually in Stern Auditorium, the most famous room in Carnegie Hall. When people say Carnegie Hall, this is the room that you picture. Uh And there are a bunch of all stripes of the people who have made their way to the Chaz in this room. There are a a number of the gold armband uh, special ops, like NYPD question mark, whoever they are, guys. There are a bunch of the sort of randos that have come in. There are a bunch of clearly like undercover cops and they're all in here and it looks like there's a number of them up on the stage talking to this group of people that has congregated in the auditorium and kind of just like holding court delivering a sermon about how bad and powerless Lone Star is how the city is lost without the NYPD how they're here to take the Chaz back all of this stuff and there's uh, there's guys in there just like hooting and hollering and every time there's a pause, there's all this applause, and you hear sort of a voice in the distance. Miss Miss Good, Miss Miss Goodbog. Lash. 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 And it's the voice of Odina outside of the system. Odina? You come to. You're back in this dirty, gross room uh, in the back of the chaz, and Odina is holding um, a, like a, a tiny unfolding screen that you've seen her use before. That's connected to her comlink, and she says, um, "I'm. I don't know if you have seen any of the messages, but it seems like some of the mages have been uh, spending the last hour or so whipping up a. <clears throat> um, I'm going to get this wrong. Sleep." spell uh, and they're saying if we can get a good number of the people who are here in one place they might be able to incapacitate a a large portion of them all at once so I know she looks at the system and everything going by it seems like you have a lot on your plate oh
5: yeah this is just normally how i'm yeah 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 yeah. but yeah i I could use some help
1: but if you could figure out how to get as many people as possible i think they're saying into the stern auditorium yeah that seems like the place that they think is going to work the best
5: i mean it looks like a lot of them are already headed there
1: yeah i think that's part of why yeah okay is everything okay
5: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Things are fine. There is someone else in here that I kind of have to deal with, but I'm dealing with it. I'm dealing with it.
1: And Odina is sort of like on the ground, still cradling Thistle, uh, who uh, has now a, who is now like fully bandaged, Mm. but is not yet conscious, Ah. uh, is like kind of just like very bleary.
5: Uh, now, could you let me know if Thistle comes, comes to uh, an email?
1: Yes, yes. You will be okay. the second person to know.
5: Great. I'm going to get all of the police officers in stern auditorium. You got it. Lash goes back into the system. Lash looks up at the video screen, sees the team has taken care of what was happening in the armory and is headed towards her. She quickly cons them. Hey, guys. Yes. How are you doing? You you okay? okay? Are you okay? okay? We're okay. We yeah, don't, don't okay? have to do this. Yeah. We can just okay. keep moving. <gasps> I need you to make sure all the police officers go to the Stern Auditorium ASAP.
3: Okay. Yeah, we're you guys
5: that. don't go there because you'll fall asleep. What? I'm not going to I don't want to know. <laughs> okay.
3: All right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, Lux uh, checks one of the comms he just took and he... T- Wipes, baby. Brand he, new.
4: The boot up sounds play, And he
3: finds that it's wiped. He immediately understands what they, um, what they said when they spoke, which was to clear it. But he also knows their voice now because they did choose to speak. Lux looks at TK and says, TK, can you hack somebody's comm? I've got a message
0: for him. TK nods and says, all right, let's get the fuck out of this hallway. Find some people. Find the people, find the comms. They're all over. Yeah, yeah,
1: you guys are, let's say you are on the move, you're up a couple floors and you're mm-hmm. in this thick of people. I'm not even going to make you roll a perception for it. It's like, yeah. there are enough people around that statistically at least one or two of them are walking around with a, a comm that's not running silent, that's a pretty low security. Like,
0: Yeah, TK's going to just run, uh, stand in a corner and hack on the fly, whichever whoever the first person he sees is.
1: Yeah, uh, Taylor, what's a, what's, the, what's a first sort of like schlubby dude he sees whose comm he can hack? Is. Uh, his name is Michael Sullivan. Uh, he's from Monconcoma.
4: Uh, he's actually retired uh NYPD. What's he doing right now? What's he doing right now? He's uh, he's thinking to himself, I'm having a fucking heart attack. <laughs> he said, Don't come. They said, You're too old, you're too fat. I'm going to die here <laughs> yeah. today. He's leaning up against a wall, panting with his hand on his chest.
0: Uh, TK puts his arm around his shoulder, and uh, six hits.
2: Meanwhile, Viv is in a stairwell with the lobster, <laughs> <laughs> talking They're him down. Pants. She's talking him down, saying like, "Don't go out there.
1: <laughs> Don't stay here with me." The lobster is stay with me. S- either sweating or made of water, it's hard to tell. Michael Sullivan got one hit. Uh, so you have access to um, uh, everything. How many hits did you get? Six. Okay. Yeah, that's a critical success. So you are yeah. the, the highest administrator on this yeah. man's combo. So
4: it was unlocked in an, like a pocket that was hanging open, flapping. <laughs>
1: so TK... Uh... His lock background is his password because he always forgets it, and his kids got tired <laughs> of answering the comm messages about how to log into the comm.
0: Uh, TK first sends a message to his wife that says, we need to talk about our relationship. And then
4: <laughs> when you... When you open up his like communication stuff, <laughs> you see that he was it was already open and on. Uh it's on Hearth. It is open to a thread, a private
1: thread on Hearth. And it is going and going and going. Hmm. Uh, okay. and it is everybody talking about so going to the Chaz, being at the Chaz, what they wow. are doing
0: here. TK siphons that info and I guess he takes a screenshot of the whatever whatever location it yeah, is. You can transfer it, can trans, it yeah, transfers it to his own com. You got it. And then uh Motions to Lux and says, uh, I hear. Yeah. Uh L- Patches uh, him
3: in. <laughs> yes. Lux is patched in and Lux takes on the bravado of the voice he heard.
4: A voice post on the heart thread. Yes. Lux says
3: to all those who serve the one true form of law enforcement in New York City, please proceed to the Stern Auditorium. We commence in two minutes.
1: I'm gonna ask you to roll, and I'm gonna set the threshold for what we will call total success at six successes, and partial success at four.
5: Nine. Whoa! Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> People who weren't even on the, late, on the hearth are now going yeah. towards Stern Viv
2: gets a notification on Har.
1: <laughs> it's like, you guys hear this thing that's happening in Stern Auditorium? I think we should go.
0: Wow, Michael Sullivan's finest hour.
2: (laughs) She's not even on the algorithm for that, and she gets a notification.
1: You hear ping, 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 ping from all of the comm links around, and it's like there's just a moment of quiet when everybody's like, oh. The upvotes are just, (laughs) it rockets to the top of the thread. Uh, A bunch of people are responding in a thread just with crown emojis to the thing that you just (laughs) posted. And guns and blue lines. Yes. They're going. They'll be there soon.
5: Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I would say head back to where I am. Avoid Stern.
1: We'll do. <laughs> Lash, what are you gonna do? There are still things opening and closing uh, in the in the system. Taylor, does Casanova want to roll another instance of four the, hits? Okay, hold on. He is successful, so he gets access to whatever the one thing that he was trying to get access to is.
5: So Lash realizes that she's kind of watching this all go down. She's realizing she's not feeling, she still has that splitting headache. She's not gonna be able to take care of this on the matrix. So she quickly tries to figure out where Casanova is physically in the physical world.
1: We call that trace icon. And you you roll computer plus intuition. And Casanova, insofar as you, in general, do not want to be found, uh, you would roll willpower plus sleaze.
5: I got one hit.
1: I also got one oh. hit.
5: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How does no this way. keep happening? Okay, great.
2: Wow! Incredible. Right.
1: Outside of the system that you're in, uh, you kind of like uh, refocus yourself and you kind of like look outside the host. And I think what you're trying to do is maybe just get a sense of where he is. Uh, you're not like seeing a, lo- a, a pin on a map. You're feeling a kind of trace of, uh, of data and resonance in the Matrix. And you're just kind of following this ethereal pathway through the wireless electronic network. And you just it like strikes you. It just hits you. A white van parked next to the park next to some trees across the street. You can just you don't you don't get anything else than that but you yeah. just get this like this hazy picture of that
5: Lash looks back up on the uh, video screen and sees where the team is at.
1: The team is uh, currently in a crowded hallway on let's say like the third floor Uh uh, of the Carnegie Hall section of the Chaz. They are on their way back towards you. You also see in the grid of cameras, you take a look outside at the front door. Uh, The door is still closed. And you notice for the first time, was it always there? Parked just out of a ring of light cast by a streetlight, a white van parked next to some trees. Hmm. Coincidence?
5: Lash sees the white van in the video screen. It's a white van, but all she sees is red. <laughs> she's pissed off. She does not like this guy. So she sends a quick message to the team get back to the server room. I'll meet you guys later. And she whips her head around and sprints out the door, <laughs> kind of pushing Odina over, yeah. it wasn't very nice. Also,
1: like, Rocky and Bullwinkle are are still there. You maybe hear Odina in the distance say, um, mi- oh, okay, all right, I'm sure you have a plan. Um does
5: anyone mention how fast I'm running like Rocky or Bollywood or like anyone <laughs> well, uh, like yeah. a random police officer after, says wow she can runs really, really fast
1: after she's gone in her dust yeah no, no. no. rocky okay. doesn't rocky doesn't speak but uh they do think Whoa. You make your way through the chess. Uh, there are a lot of people around. It's not as crowded as it was, but there's still a, a bunch of visitors, let's call them. I think you maybe pass by the team. The team is coming in your direction as you're trying to leave. Do you just pass right by them? Yes. Okay, yeah, Lash has got a steely look on her face. She's got to go take care of some business. You go outside, you uh, jump over the fence. 're We're going we're gonna to give it to you because you're gymnast, you have yeah. gymnastics skill, so it's very easy for you Some to just roll get yeah, get over there. Uh, you can buy those hits without a problem. Uh, Pitch for the edit. listen to me. Snare drums. I want to hear like a military cadence. <laughs> yeah we can get that. Um, and uh, you are now for the first time in a number of hours outside of the Chaz. in this moment, also TK suddenly very tired. please take three stun as the pinpoint wears off. Oh, no. And yeah, across the street, kind of nondescript. A white van, neither new nor old. Not very bright, but neither dingy. Just kind of there. And you as you get closer to it, you feel this very strong sense of like noise. Like this is a very, there's something in this van that's generating some kind of interference that makes it very hard when you're up close next to it to like get a sense of what's inside of it. It kind of, you know, it's like a high-pitched ringing in your ears almost. Uh, But there are Uh, There's a a door on the passenger side, on the driver's side. There's nobody in the front of it. And there is a double door on the back.
5: Lash is hearing this piercing. It's making her headache feel all that much worse. And kind of really without thinking, she rips open the van door.
1: Inside, there is a van full of technology, dozens of screens, all kinds of knobs, sliders, and wires. And two people. One of them has VR goggles on and is completely motionless uh, and is kind of like leaning back in what looks like a gamer chair, but the gamer chair has slots for hands. Uh, Like there's gloves that you kind of slide your arms into uh, in the armrests. And then there's another person behind that person. It's both people who uh, look male. The person in the back is like maybe in their late 20s and you can see in the, the kind of screen lit glow uh, of this van their face is, is very brightly lit by another one of those unfolding screens and they're just watching something when you rip open this door they put down their screen and you see this kind of like red faced red haired person look terrified, look suddenly <laughs> very scared, and they're wearing the same mil-spec uniform that you've seen the other guys wear, but it like, doesn't fit as well, and then they start tapping very, very aggressively on the person who's in the VR and going, "Firu, Firu, Firu! someone's here, someone's here, and What, you want Firu to come out of VR? I don't know. Does he know? A perfectly reasonable response is, nothing happened.
4: I think he's doing, he is finishing up one more attempt. Okay. I think her traversing gives me one more
1: roll, four hits again. The system got one hit.
4: Wow. That's two successes back to back. He does not leave VR. You, you hear from under the mask, take care of it, Scott. It's your job to take care of it, Scott. I'm winning.
5: <laughs> Lash sees what's going on and yells, it's time to log out, boys, and kicks the guy in VR. Right in the face.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: shit. Uh,
5: Roll for damage. He takes it all, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. Holy do, yeah.
1: shit. You, you knock the VR off his head completely, and he jolts forward, and you see his data jack become unplugged. Uh, so he is going to take some dump shock damage. Like, he has been forcefully ejected from the Matrix. And uh, you see, yeah, this, like, maybe twenty. 27, 29 year old guy, sort of like wispy mustache, uh, like black hair, kind of look like he's gonna throw up. And Scott, uh, so this person Scott is just kind of backed up against the back of the van. Y- if you look, you can see Scott actually has a gun on his side, but I think that he has forgotten about yeah.
5: it. And Lash pulls the gun off of Scott.
1: <laughs> he does not stop you. Uh, you you now have a um, you have a Seska Black Scorpion tactical pistol.
5: Scott's against the wall.
1: Peru's on the ground.
5: Brew's on the ground.
1: Of course, sort of like heaving.
5: <laughs> yeah. And Lash goes up against the wall, pointing the gun at them.
4: Peru, like, wipes the helmet off his head, you know, because he, he was unplugged, but he's still blinded by the VR helmet. He wipes the helmet off his head. What the fuck? We're, we're, we're last line. Get out of here, citizen.
1: <laughs> uh, he's got deep indents all around his face from having worn the VR helmet for a really long time. Sky,
5: you're not supposed to let anybody in here. And Lash says, Uh, ah, I didn't want to do this and shoots Faru in the leg. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> uh
1: it's really loud in hey. in the enclosed van.
0: TK calms Lash and says, uh, you good, buddy? Everything all right?
5: Yeah, yeah, no! it's running out here. No! It's no! Yeah, no, 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 no. I think
3: we may have now got to the uh, to the server room where she was, and we
0: found out that she
1: ran out. One of the screens is on. Yeah, you can see this little <laughs> lash standing in the uh, back it, of a van, yeah,
0: entering a van. Yeah. and yeah, TK is like, all right, hearing the screams, he's like, yeah, all right, she's taking care <laughs> of some business, and
1: hangs up. Bagot Stern Auditorium, people are flooding in. They have taken the message that Lux sent very seriously, and it is now as packed as it could be. There are still some stragglers going around the Chaz, but... Fully maybe like 95, 98 percent, you know, we will give you overwhelming success, uh, have made their way in. And if you were to look very closely, you can see in some of the catwalks, in some of the eaves, in some of the boxes, people who are clearly not NYPD, people who belong here, people who are Chazers, and they are clearly concentrating and more people are getting up on the stage and trying to interject trying to say their piece about why Lone Star is crap why Night Errant is bad for the city why the NYPD is important why uh, the Chaz needs to be given back to the Carnegie Hill arcology like all of this shit about New York City and about law enforcement when all of these people around the edges just kind of uh, assume this state of calm it's almost like they're sleeping standing up and the people in Stern Auditorium kind of begin to yawn and then a couple of them just sort of like settle into those plush red seats that they have. And they kind of lean back. <laughs> you can see them sort of settle in, close their eyes. It's been a long night. Maybe will just have a little bit of shut eye. And then the guys up on stage, they're still shouting and they're still excited. Uh, they're still energetic, but they're slowing down, and they're having a hard time figuring out what to say. And one or two of them just then they begin to sit on the edge of the proscenium stage uh, on that thrust that's there. And now they're just kind of like talking to a couple people who are in the front row. <laughs> and after a little bit, they kind of just keel over, and one of them even falls just fully off the stage, <laughs> doesn't wake up. A few minutes pass, and there are a hundred. 200, probably 300 rioting cops, former cops, who knows what else, asleep in Stern Auditorium. (laughs) You can hear the civilian protectors, the Chaz guards, the various people that you have seen, the Rockies, the Bullwinkles, going around, finding all of the people like the Sigma and the Tauruses, encountering them, wrapping them up, let's say. Probably there is... A little bit of altercation here and there, but nothing that these people can't handle. Nothing that over the rest of the night they won't be able to deal with. What do you all do?
2: We're back in the server room. Yeah, Lash has a screaming hostage or two. We're watching it happen on the camera. <laughs> what
0: does
1: Lash do?
5: So Lash is kind of, she, she just wants to restrain these people. So uh, she is, at this point, are they complying with what she's saying? Yeah. What she's going to do is she's going to take that jack that fell out and she's going to put it in her pocket. And then she's going to tie their hands with some uh, extension cord that's lying around.
1: Yeah, you, you tie them up. I think they are both a combination of terrified, uh, injured, incapable, and or small. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That means that, that yeah, y- you struggle a little bit, but you can get it done.
5: And she has them in the van tied up. And before she closes the door, she says, no one kicks me off a server. <laughs> And slams the door shut. She was
3: a soccer ball. <laughs>
1: you are now leaving fun city thanks for listening we hope you had a great end to 2021 and beginning of 2022 if you want to support the show get access to bonus one-off episodes our bi-weekly post episode chat show fun chatty and our discord head on over to patreon.com forward slash fun city ventures and of course thanks to all of our current patrons for help keeping this ship afloat
0: Hi, I'm Bijan Steven, and you can find me online at Bijan Stephen, B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, on Twitter and Twitch. On Instagram, I'm Bijan Cakes, B-I-J-A-N Cakes.
2: I'm Jen De La Vega, I play Vivian Lakewood, and you can find me online at Randwitches.
3: Hey, this is Nick Gersio, I play Lux Scythe, and you can find me online at ngercio, G-U-E-R-C-I-O on Instagram, and at Nicholas Gersio on Twitter.
5: I'm Shannon O'Dell, I play Lash Goodbog, and you can find me on social media at showdell, at S-H-O-D-E-L-L. I am
4: Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad guys, I think. Is that how it works? It's not clear. You can follow me online at taylor.biz.
1: And my name is Mike Rugnetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at Mike Rugnetta. You can find the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at FunCityVentures. This episode of Fun City was recorded in Taylor's kitchen in beautiful Bushwick, Brooklyn. It was produced by Taylor, edited by Sam Grant, and sound designed by me, Mike Rignetta. Pixel Riffs is the orc in the heart of our armory. Fun City's music is by Sam Tyndall. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kelly McHugh, and Kit Polium. And the voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton.